today we go into the word as the face and favor of God and the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. Remember this, after Jesus died on the cross, right? His death gave us the, the access into all the things that God has for us, right? Without Jesus dying on the cross, we will not become sons and daughters of Jesus, of God, Abba Father, right? But by his death and resurrection, today we stand in his presence, righteous, our sins forgiven, with no more guilt, fear, condemnation. And today, on top of that, when Jesus went to heaven, he sent the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit come and dwell where? In us, okay? In your heart, in our spirit, all right? In our body, we are the temple, the tent where, of the dwelling place of God. So it is not just a physical building. Each one of you, Nicholas, Marianne, uh, not Marianne, Rachel, right? Uh, okay, every one of you is like a temple like that, okay? for a house, a house for Holy Spirit to dwell in, okay? And that's why at the day of Pentecost in the book of Acts, God, Jesus sent Holy Spirit to come down because without Jesus dying on the cross, man could not see God, right? Last week, we talked about also the, the presence of God, the fire of God, right? When Moses, when God appeared to Moses in the burning bush, Moses wanted to see God. But at that time, Jesus hadn't died. Moses was still in sin. God cannot appear and uh, Moses in his presence will die, right? Because of sin. So today we are so privileged that our sin has been removed. Therefore, there's no separation between God and us. That's why we can worship him, right? Very different from the old covenant where God only come upon them and then he has to lift his presence up because he cannot dwell inside man. But today can dwell inside you. That's why we can worship him in spirit and in truth. Right? Each one of us have received the baptism of the Holy Spirit and we can, have, we got a new language. The Holy Spirit lived inside us. We can worship him in the new language. All right. And today, and when God appeared to appear in the burning bush to Moses, God said to him, you cannot see my face and live. Hmm? But today, because of Jesus Christ, right, we saw last week in Revelations where God appeared, where uh, Jesus appeared to uh, John, right? John saw uh, Jesus in his glorified form. He could see the face, all right? The face or the eyes burning with fire. You will love to, you will, you will get to see Jesus very soon at the rapture. This can come in, all right? Are you all excited to see him? Yeah, but before we see him, finally there, right? We need to realize that today we can see him while we are still on this earth, all right? And when we see him in his, from our spirit now, we change, we are transformed, all right? And we begin to, we, we receive 
his power, his glory, because whoever beholds him, in Corinthians, Paul says, we are beholding him in worship. That's why we should try not to behold the lyrics so much. <laughs> okay. Because when you behold the lyrics, we don't behold him. We are beholding the lyrics. Okay. While we are worshiping, learn to, after a while, all right, close your eyes. Even if you don't know all the lyrics, let the music go and put yourself, let your Holy your Spirit man come out to worship him and behold him. He desire, God really want to give you visions, give you the, the tangible uh, experience of his presence because in his presence, there is healing. Okay, so worship is not a time of just singing songs unto the Lord. Each person, every one of you here who have been born again, right, have the potential, the power inside you to draw near to him now, right, from your spirit. There's no way we can connect to God from our mind or our five senses, which is our eyes, our ears, right, our feelings. There's no way. God does not connect here. But his power manifests into the physical, our body, when our spirit connected with him. All right. So first is to connect with him. And God already gave us the Holy Spirit with the new tongues and the new language where we can behold him. All right. And worship is a wonderful time, right? Which gives us, which gives us the time to draw near to our Father, to our Heavenly Father. So, next time, close your eyes, all right? After a few uh, lyrics, right? Close your eyes and let the Holy Spirit take you into His realm, okay? Into His realm. That's, that's very different. When we have uh, an encounter or an experience with the Lord, our spirit man is activated, you know? And whatever happens in this realm, whatever problems or, you know, the things that we face, you know, we, 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 we use this word. In this world, we face things, we face problems. That, why? That means the problem is right in front of you. Okay? That's why we feel down, feel, right, in our five senses. Because you are facing what? The problem. <laughs> it can be the money problem, right? Like Janice, right? She faced a, a, a problem right of uh, that that thing that she wants to do you know is too too much beyond what her budget but what happened how the miracle happened right she has learned to turn away instead of facing the problem she faced and saw the face of god of her daddy god i know this uh, uh a young girl <laughs> janice she's very cute simple belief and faith in daddy god Right, and earlier uh, she had another testimony of God sending someone, an angel in the form of a human being, <laughs> to pay for her. Right, in the early part, thousands of uh, you know, so she has that gen of uh, open, sincere belief and trust as she meditates on God's word that Daddy God cares for her. And so she turned her face, instead of facing the problem, she faced God, right? She saw the face of God and God, you know, the face of a person as the eyes, the, the, 
the mouth, right? So when you when faith, when we see the face of God spiritually, is we are seeing His eyes, and what always comes out fire from His eyes, love, all right, and then His mouth will be speaking to you about how good and how powerful He is, and to rest in Him. So that's where we need to hear Him, all right. We face problems, we hear problems, we hear a lot of things in the world. Political unrest, pandemic, disease, sickness, all right, telling you a lot of things that God doesn't say. All right, so today we go a little bit more understanding of the Holy Spirit, why God outpour out His Holy Spirit. And in this outpouring, in this feeling being filled with the Holy Spirit, how we can overcome and begin to see God's face instead of the problems that we face. Deuteronomy 12, verse 1 to 2. Listen, you heavens, I will speak. You earth, the words of my mouth. You see, this is the face of God where he speaks. Okay? And when he speaks, is his word. Okay, as we, you know, when someone speaks to you, do you look at the person's face? <laughs> yeah, then only you can hear properly, right? If someone is talking to you and you're looking elsewhere, you can't hear properly. And when you don't hear, you don't get what he's saying. And God's words are powerful. Every single word that God speaks. Okay, so we, we, God will, uh, will help us to understand the power of words. Why we find it in our life, right, that uh, we don't really, we are careless with words or don't really see words, you know, as important. It's, that is one way that the, the devil lied to us so that when we come to God's word, we also see, ayah. <laughs> he always say the same thing. Uh. God always say, by his stripes, you are healed. And we go to church, uh, you know, it's always this verse. And then we sort of take lightly the word of God. Today, it's not taking seriously the word of God because we are afraid of being punished. All right? By knowing the truth, because only God's word is the truth, there are so many wonderful things that Daddy God wants to speak to us. He tells us he's our provider, he's our source. Yeah, we have been learning the Hebrew alphabets a little bit. Yeah, and from the Hebrew alphabets, the language of God from the very beginning even in creation, God's telling us wonderful news. That's why the message of the gospel is called good news, or the gospel is good news. But what we hear, and how, the, how do you receive good news? By words, right? <laughs> by words, by listening to the news. People telling you, ah, the world telling you what's happening in the world. All the problems, the darkness, right? All comes to you through what? words through our listening then we take very strong heat to those words oh there's a pandemic covid can kill cancer can kill and we believe that but what about god's word right when we pay attention to his word that he tells janice i am god i can i'm your daddy i take care of you you know that what she said i know my daddy <laughs> my daddy god will take care yeah and that becomes 
a word that she heard in the midst of all the, 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 the world things, in the midst of the things that, is it possible? Yeah. So where in the midst of all the noise and the voices in the world, can you hear what your daddy God is saying? Can you hear what Jesus is saying? Yeah, because if you can hear just one word of what Jesus said, you will totally live in the miraculous, right? You will be tapped into the supernatural already because when God says something, he doesn't say anything natural. He always speaks something miraculous. That's why our service is called miracle service, right? Because God can heal if you hear properly what he said, right? And as you begin to receive God's word, begin to pay attention to words, you will be able to differentiate the word of God, what of our almighty Jehovah, from the word of man, which only brings fear. The word of God brings faith. You begin to trust him, you know? Okay, so... Speak the words of my mouth. Let my teaching fall like rain and my words descend like dew. Like showers on new grass, the abundant rain on tender plants. This is what God's word is like. Right? It falls down. It's teaching. Okay? Like rain. You all like rain? <laughs> yeah. Rachel like rain, right? Rain is refreshing. All right? Rain cools down right, and uh, brings new life if it falls onto plants or seeds, right? Rain is something that we cannot manufacture <laughs> from earth, okay? We can have false water, you know, uh, man-made digging wells, but rain comes from the heavens, right? So God uh, like, likened his word and his teaching like rain. So, Huh? Oh, in your bomb got thunderstorm. <laughs> okay, that's uh, what Rachel, uh, Rachel said. <laughs> wow, the heavens are announcing your arrival on this earth. <laughs> the thunderstorm plus rain. Rain is always blessing. Okay, blessing from blessing is like rain. Right? Like when there's a drought, people die, plants die, animals die. That's called drought. Okay, so when rain comes, Right? The, the land in uh, Elijah's time of Israel was having a drought and he prayed and the rain came. Okay, So this is so powerful. When we speak, rain can come. All right? Blessing can come. But the thing here is, first we know that teaching all right, from God's word is like rain. First, so in the spiritual, to us, right, to break through, for the natural to happen. First, okay. okay, I stopped for a while because uh, Rachel was sharing a, a little uh, incident of how when she said it will rain, well, she went and buy grocery that it was not raining, and then later the rain came. Yeah. Yeah. So you believe and you begin to speak why there's a need, right? That what you speak will happen according to your words. Okay. So first understand teaching is very important. All right. Teaching 
uh, that means what God teaches us from the word. All right, the word of God is like uh, doctrine and teaching. It falls like the rain and the words like the dew. You need the dew, right? You know, the blessing of, uh, the, the promised blessing is that you will receive dew from heaven, right? Dew is needed for the plants to grow, the flowers and everything in the morning. And this is also the faithfulness of God. Yeah, that God say he will always let the, the dew, you, you wake up in the morning, no matter what happened, there will be dew. That is the faithfulness of God. Okay? It's a blessing. All right? And like showers on new grass, abundant rain on tender plants. So his word, God's word, is like showers, new grass that will grow. Rain, abundant blessings on the tender plants, the young plants. So in the spiritual, some of you are still very young in the Lord. But God promised that if we continue to hear his word, his word will come into your life as abundant rain and you will grow. Showers is not only what we think, have a little shower, take a shower, <laughs> go take a shower, okay? Or a little bit of rain there, right? In the Hebrew, right, it means copious showers or heavy showers that bring fertility or prophetic influence. See, this is all in relation to first God's word, right? When we have, we are learning uh, yesterday, those of you who are in the uh, developing hidden man heart session, we are learning about God in Psalms 119, all the Hebrew letters, okay, of the word, Aleph, Beth, and so forth, right? The word of God is the very life in you. If we do not have the word, then we will be like groping in the dark, you know? The word is a lamp to my feet and a light unto my path. So a lamp to your feet, that means even in the dark, you will have light, right? It's terrible to live in darkness, right? Or you walk along dark alleys, right? There's, you don't know who is coming to attack you, robber or what. But when you have light, there's no fear. It brightens up everything. You have understanding. You have what you call enlightenment, insight. There's light. And another, this is understanding of uh, rain, all right? His word brings you fertility. His prophetic word brings you light for your journey ahead when you receive a prophecy, all right? It is like a direction for your path, your next step, or what's going to happen. It gives you hope, right? That's why the gifts of the Spirit, Paul says, do not neglect, you know, do not despise prophecy, right? It's speaking of something ahead of you, correct? Of God, what, what he wants to do. So showers is an accumulation of drops, a shower. So the word is like shower. Accumulation means many. Accumulate. You like to accumulate, right? One plus one plus two. So whatever you like, you accumulate and you treasure. Some people accumulate gold or what, you know, but here it means the drops, right? The rain is like the teaching of God. And it is not a bit. If when it comes more and more, it will increase. All right. The more the word of God increase in your life, the more rain, the more showers there is, which is the more blessings will begin to manifest. 
right? Some of you meditating every day, okay? Uh, Link family, right? And meditating the word of God on blessing, on healing, right? And what you see, more and more blessing happening in your life, okay? As you obey God, as you have the accumulation, accumulate treasure. Your heart is the treasure house of God's word. Put his word in your heart, not in your head, uh, in your mouth also, right? When you have it in your heart, yeah, Rachel said mouth. Yes, because the next thing is your mouth will begin to speak, right? In the Hebrew is the pain, right? Which is the mouth, right? Where God created this planet, this whole earth and heavens, the galaxies through his mouth, right? And the words is, Jesus, okay? So when you have Jesus' words in you, in your heart, and you speak with your mouth, what you're going to, what's going to happen? You're going to create. You're going to speak things that are not as they, they were. So not yet have the blessing. But for example, Janice, right? But I believe she must have said, don't worry, God will take care. And the Holy Spirit direct her to find a particular person, right? Who gave her an incredible discount yeah so first the abundance of the heart so as we feel accumulate if you want to accumulate anything accumulate god's word inside you and they will increase as they increase to thousands right this word rabat robot right is the the raindrops the beginning to increase in a person's life increase in your life right then you will have the manifestation when you speak it out. So it depends on how much you have inside. <laughs> okay, so how much money we have in our safe deposit or whatever, it's still limited and can only achieve a certain, can only buy up to that amount. God's word inside your heart is unlimited. Correct? Yeah, he can do what our limit, limited resources cannot do. Yeah. And if we have accumulate the real treasure into our heart, all we need to do is obey and speak forth. And you will see God do the miracle for your life, the multiplication into whatever you need. So the prophecy, okay, now the teaching has reigned. Okay, now we go back to the prophecy of Joel. Where he prophesied, this prophet prophesied or Joel. I'm not very sure actually how you pronounce this word. A few pronunciations. <laughs> okay, let's call it Joel, Malaysian way. The Lord replied to them, I'm sending you grain, new wine, olive oil, enough to satisfy you fully. Never again will I make you an object of scorn to the nations. Of course, it's directed to the uh, Israelites, right? But today, we can also receive God's promises as we are also God's children. So, <clears throat> because in Joel 2, later on, we were going to see the prophecy of uh, God pouring the Holy Spirit in the last days. All right, it's after Jesus came, died, and resurrected. So, but before that, final prophecy at the end where God will, in the last days will uh, pour his spirit, Holy Spirit onto his handmaidens, all right, Abigail, uh, 
Penna, Daphne, all right, and the men servants, all right, Elijah, Elisha, Ling, okay, and all and the rest of you, right? There is this word, okay, that he promised to for the children of Israel and that for us too, because today we receive the Holy Spirit, the outpouring, okay. And it says, I'm sending you grain. What's grain? Your provision. <laughs> okay. The moment Janice said, Daddy, I need this. Then that Daddy God up in heaven will say, tell his angels, go send her grain. Send her her provision, her supply, whatever she needs. New wine. All right. So new wine can be also in the uh, uh, physical meaning as well as in the spiritual. When the Holy Spirit comes, Right, he fills you like wine, and it's not the wine that we normally drink naturally. Right, it's drunk in the spirit. The olive oil, he gives us the best oil. <laughs> All right, the provision of God. This is our God, our Father. If we will only hear His word and know that our Father wants to provide, wants to bless. Never think that God wants, uh, later on you will see a verse, he doesn't want to take from us. He wants to give us, okay? But he has his wisdom, right? For us, when the more we understand his word, right? That why he does certain things in life or, or require or ask us to do certain things. For example, like, you know, don't take tithing and offering as something you have to do, okay? Without understanding what it means. Why did God ordain tithing and offering? Okay, it's not that he wants us, he wants our money, right? But behind it, okay, because this earth, right, is still not yet fully the, the redeemed, uh, the, 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 the sanctified whole earth yet, okay? And this earth will wrap up in the end, end time, right, where God will have to close uh, uh, re destroy this whole earth and then do a new one that is at the end of the 7,000 years okay so if this earth became corrupted after Adam sinned and after Adam disobeyed God so everything on this planet is cursed except this curse was reversed through Jesus Christ dying on the cross alright so on, on those without Christ, still living under the curse. That's why living under sickness is living under curse. Living under poverty is still living under curse. And we need to understand that Jesus Christ in Galatians 3 said that he died on the cross, right? To remove, he became a curse so that we don't have to live under curse. So for the time being, until second coming of Jesus, Believers do not need to live under a curse if they know the truth. That's why they need to know the word, the teaching. And most of you have come under that. That's why God ordained tithing and offering, right? Because this comes from this world. Money is made up from what? Paper, coin, all come from metal, come from this earth, right? And to sanctify, the Bible says, when we, uh, when the ten, uh, the the ten percent which is holy belong to God, yeah, is sanctified. Then the rest of our, the rest is sanctified. 
So when that 10% release back to God, God blesses the rest of our income is free from the curse of this world. Okay, that's in terms of the money that came from this earth. When we go to heaven, we don't need money anymore. <laughs> There's plenty of gold, everything there, right? It's, it's for us to continue to live in the blessings of God while we are here, free from the curse totally. Yeah, so it's not by compulsion. It is more when we have an understanding of our relationship with Daddy God, that we came from Him, and as we follow His word, His teaching, right, all the fullness of God rain comes from above. Blessing comes from heaven. Yeah, we no longer live under the curse of Adam. We live under the blessing of Jesus Christ. Okay, so under a new rule or rulership there are some few new things to do there. Okay? So for the time being, while we are still here, God's intention is to bless us and to let us know that the curse has no more power over us. The curse of poverty, sickness. He says, never again. You see, God's will and heart is a heavenly father who wants to satisfy. God will give you a wonderful uh, wedding, Janice, you know? to satisfy you and bless you. And never again will I make you an object of scorn to the nations. Do not be afraid, you wild animals, for the pastures in the wilderness are becoming green. The green is like number eight. It's a new beginning, all right? And it speaks of life, okay? So Evelyn has the, uh, the uh, what do you call this? The, the, the video screen, green color, <laughs> okay? Green. All right, pastures. That's why in Psalms 23, we have the Lord as our shepherd. We will not lack. All right, there is nothing that we will lack on this earth. And he leads us by the green pastures. Okay, that means we will always have something to eat. We will always be blessed. Okay, there will be new life. The old has passed away. Some of you have new names. Why? Because the old gone, right? She got new, has a new meaning. The old... Uh, Abigail, no more already. <laughs> right. All right. Everything that connected to her past, all gone. And sometimes names help us to realize that. Okay. They say, oh, this person is no longer uh, uh, Joan. Right. Janet uh, is now, she's now Abigail. What does that mean? Okay. There's a meaning in the name Abigail as well as a new identity. Sometimes names help us to let go of our past. Right? Because we identify the person I know for 30 years. This is him. This is her. And then and when you meet the person, hello, who are you? I'm Abigail. Huh? <laughs> so what? It brings forth the uh, revelation or the feeling of it's a new person. New. New. Nothing to do with old. Whatever Jesus does in our life is always new. Right? 2 Corinthians 5.17 If anyone is in Christ, he is a new creature. He's a new being. Right? All things have passed away. So if need be, God will change our names for us to better understand, better receive the revelation all right, of our newness in Christ. Spirit, soul, and body will eventually fall into place. All right? So Elijah has a new name. Elijah Uncle, Elijah Ling. Right? To tell him that his past is no more. Whatever 
happened in the 60 years before he received the Lord and before he got his new name is the past. Right? People will see you as the new person and you begin to see yourself as the new person. It helps as well as the meaning of the name. Right? If it is a God-given name, it is very powerful. It speaks of your destiny. Okay? And that's, we see it not simply by saying it, but from the Bible itself. God changed Abraham to Abraham. God changed Sarah's name, Sarai's name to Sarah. And you can see after that, the miracles happened. Saul was changed to Paul and so forth. Where there is a need, he will change. All right. Okay. So green. All right. The wilderness. No more will there be dryness in our lives. All right. Dry is very terrible, right? Not enough water to drink. Okay. But everything will become green and new and fruitful. The trees are bearing their fruit. Trees always speak of people, all right? The, Jesus is the tree of life, all right? In Isaiah, it says, you will become trees of righteousness. Trees is alive. It's not dead. It's not, uh, you'll become a, a, a piece of uh, 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 the wall, right? It is trees. Trees come from life. It will grow, okay? So trees bear fruit. There is natural fruit. That means you have natural babies, right? Daphne married already. It's normal for her to have babies very soon. <laughs> okay? And as when she wishes. Uh, right? God is very good. When you want it, God will give you. When you say no, not yet, He won't give you. Believe that. All right? God won't give you stress. <laughs> okay? Right? But there's also spiritual fruit. All right? So Hannah, you will start to bear spiritual fruit. You know what spiritual fruit? Huh? What? <laughs> what is spiritual fruit? What is that? Hmm. Hmm. Yes. Okay. So this one is not the fruit of the spirit. Okay. This one, a tree bearing fruit. Okay. That means the seed inside. Okay, so natural is the natural babies, physical one. Spiritual, you have spiritual babies. Okay, Hannah, all right, was a woman in the Bible who could not give birth. All right, she was barren naturally. Okay, and God blessed her and caused her to bear fruit, gave her uh, Samuel. Okay, so today depending on each person right if you don't want uh, children anymore uh, Hannah got a lot ready so time for her to bear spiritual fruit okay which is so safe okay the one of the greatest joy in our spiritual life and our walk with the Lord is to be able to bring someone to Jesus if you have not experienced that yeah ask God for it Okay, we cannot be barren, all right? Because God's promise is that we will always be fruitful, okay? Ask God for souls in Psalms is uh, 2.8. Ask, ask Him, okay? And also from communion with Him, okay? Commune more with Him, fellowship more with Him, all right? How does a natural baby come out? <laughs> there have to be intimacy between the 
husband and wife, right? You cannot say, uh, I want a baby, I want a baby, a baby, and then you don't have in intimacy. <laughs> no baby will come out, right? So same, when we want to bear spiritual fruit, all right, have uh, bring people to Jesus, lead them to the Lord, and then grow them, right? Come out from where? From your intimacy with the Lord. When you are intimate with Him, you draw close to Him, fellowship with Him, He will talk to you. He will bring forth the people to come to you for you to bring them to the Lord. And you, He will give you the fire, the desire to go out and share Jesus to others. Okay, we don't just sit there and say, Lord, give me souls. And then we never do anything. Okay, so we go out, we share. But that fire, that sharing comes from with the Lord. All right, your fellowship with the Lord, you go out. Right now, Abigail will have more time to fellowship with the Lord for this one, two days. <laughs> when she go out, she'll be on fire already. <laughs> Whoever come near her, it's all Jesus coming out from the mouth. Right after fellowshipping more and more in the presence of the Lord. So every believer, there's no one who is barren. First, you have to get that wrong belief outside you that, oh, only certain ones, evangelists, can uh, reach people, save people. Right? Bible say, when Holy Spirit come, we are all witnesses. And then, most important, there's none barren both in the natural and in the spiritual. None barren in God's family. Can you imagine God got stuck <laughs> with someone? <laughs> you know, he gave birth to all the children and said, I cannot do anything for this child. <laughs> she is born barren. There's no such thing, all right? Both whether physically or spiritually, the curse has been removed. So there is no barren in the natural. If anyone wants babies and cannot give birth, right? Go into the Bible. Get in, the promise of God is that there will be none buried. So spiritually also, don't let that thought come into you that others can save souls. I cannot. Not true. That's the lie of the devil. When you get that out of your mind, then you'll be able to go out and witness and you will see souls saved. Is it God don't want you to experience? Cannot be, right? Cannot be that you know God wants so-and-so uh, to, to save souls. But you, no, no, no. Where got such thing? <laughs> There's no such thing, right? It's the, the lie of the devil. We clear that off, right? And the fire of God fill you. And you have intimacy with the Lord. You will go out and you will say, I'm going to share with someone, that person will receive the Lord. All right? And you will experience fruitfulness, not barrenness. The victory and the wine will yield their riches there will always be fruitfulness in our lives when we are connected to the vine. Jesus is the vine, right? We are the branches. And you sons of Zion, rejoice, joy and rejoice in Jehovah your God, for he has given to you the teacher of righteous, for righteousness. See, this teaching that comes down as rain, all right? The main teacher is Jesus Christ, all right? Holy Spirit, all right? He's a teacher of righteousness. Without Holy Spirit, I don't know how to teach, okay? Because his teaching is different from the world teaching that you learn in uh, standard one, standard two, kindergarten, or even in your uh, university years. That is the intellectual knowledge from this world. His teaching is the wisdom from above, all right? The teaching, Jesus came as the teacher, all right? You can learn in the Hebrew letters, all right? Lamet, Aleph, all teaching, 
Okay, Jesus as the teacher, Holy Spirit as the teacher, the greatest teacher. That's why I always acknowledge him because he is the one who gives the, uh, the revelation as we teach. And some of you have that gift inside you only just to be to more and more rely on the Holy Spirit and put more and more God's word inside you. Listen to revelation. Don't listen to head knowledge. Listen to revelation. All right. And you will have more revelation. Jesus said, to those who have, more will be given. Very strange, right? Okay. To those who do not have, even what they have will be taken away. So whatever, whatever you know, desire, desire to come closer to God, to want to have more of his word. So God will send or has already sent teacher for righteousness and cause down to you a shower sprinkling and gathered in the beginning. So we will, he wants to bless us like with showers with a lot of rain. Be glad you children of Zion and rejoice in the Lord your God for he has given you the former rain moderately and he will cause to come down for you the rain, the former rain and the latter rain. So in the uh, Jewish culture or in Israel, all right, the land, they have two rains. They have the former rain and they have the latter rain. Okay, so the first rain for a purpose and the second rain for another purpose. That means the normal, normal rain, all right? Full, full have been the floors with pure corn and overflown have the presses with new wine and oil. Afterwards, then after this rain, after the teaching, okay, the the first rain and the second rain. The second rain, I'll tell you what is later. All right. So in the natural is for the crops. Okay. The crops, the plants need to grow and need the rain. So and after that, after that, all right, the blessing, the new wine, the teaching, spiritually representing the teaching. I will pour out my spirit on all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. How many of you are here are sons and daughters of God? <laughs> yes, amen. All right. So, which means it says that he will pour his spirit on you. All right. And your old man will dream dreams. Elijah, Elijah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> will dream dreams. Okay. And young men see visions. So, because you are renewed, your youth, you can be old and you can be young. Okay. Both we will have today, right? We have dream dreams and we will see visions, all right? Elisha, spiritual eyes open already, right? Elisha Ling, right? you can see visions, you can see fire now. Very important because this is all part of prophecy. That means it's part of the will of God. It's part of what's going to happen, all right? And so if we, we want to be in the happening, right? Today, the young people say, we want to go to the happening. <laughs> That's why they go to the pubs and to the, where it is happening, all right? No more, nothing happening at home. So they go to these places called happening. We are, we want to be in the happening, right? In the spiritual happening, especially more so in these last days where we know, right, that true Bible uh, prophecies that Jesus coming is so very near. Yeah, we better be in the happening, <laughs> okay, rather than you're outside. Because when Jesus come, right in uh in the Bible, right, Peter talks about he will let him not come as a thief in the night. So a thief in the night means what? 
those people who are living in darkness and sometimes can be believers, right? They're supposed to live in the light, but they don't have God's word, so how can they be in the light? The word of God is the one who brings the light, isn't it? When you know the truth, that's the light. So, oh, I can see now. I can see now I am not condemned. I see now that, you know, I'm a child of God. That's the light when you have the word, all right? Then those who are in darkness, first is the unbelievers, or rather those who have not received Jesus, confirm they are in darkness, right? Because their spiritual eyes are blind. That's why we have this ministry of Isaiah 61, okay, where we go forth in the beautiful ashes, all right, to preach and do the ministry of Jesus, to open blind eyes, all right, so that they can see spiritual and natural, okay? Even uh, Abigail, who knows if God put you to someone who is naturally blind, lay your hands on them, the fire of God, as they behold Jesus, their eyes will be opened, both in the natural and in the spirit, to see that Jesus is the Son of God. Yeah, and it's the only savior, it's the only God, right? Blind eyes can be healed. So our ministry set the prisoners free, open blind eyes, spiritual and natural, and so bringing in the favor of the Lord, let them understand that God's favor is on them. All right, so there will be prophecy, so we are in the happening, all right? And God is outpouring pouring out his spirit plus, of course, the word, right? The teachings, You're having teachings, revelation teachings of the truth is very important. And then the Holy Spirit. Even on my servants, both men and women, I will pour out my spirit in those days. What days? Our days. <laughs> Prophet Joel is talking about our time. All right, it started from Acts. Already the Holy Spirit came down, right? In the book of Acts at Pentecost. Since then, it's about 2,000 years. So the whole world will wrap up in 6,000 years because there's a 1,000-year millennium. On the last day, God, God created the whole earth in seven days. One day is about 1,000 years. One day with God is roughly 1,000 years on this earth. So this planet, this earth from the beginning of Adam, until now, it's a roughly a, almost 6,000 years. After that begins the day of rest, which is the 1,000-year millennial reign. It's called millennial, that means rest, peace. Okay, no more war, because Jesus will come already. He will sit and rule from Jerusalem. Okay, so, but before then, you have, you have the seven years tribulation. So, Everyone, every scholar, everyone who read the Bible knows this. <laughs> it's all revealed inside the Bible. Okay? But before this happens, before rapture, before the second coming, there is outpouring of the Spirit. Right? Because Jesus will come for a glorious church. Who is the church? You and me. The church that is full of light, <laughs> not living in darkness, blur, blur. I don't know what's happening. I don't know. Well, Jesus coming up. <laughs> we know, okay, he is coming, but he's coming, then not sit down there and do nothing. Right? That means more urgent for us to fulfill what God wants to do. Many souls are still living in darkness. All right, so we want, we are in the happening now. That's why we welcome the Holy Spirit. If possible, those who are in KL, come for the physical meetings. God is outpouring His Spirit, all right? And those who are in Zoom, 
open your hearts to reach, to receive the anointing of the Holy Spirit, the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. Because in that outpouring, right, is the face of Jesus. It's the face of God, right? Because when you are under the anointing, when the Holy Spirit is in you, you see nothing but Jesus. <laughs> okay? You see his love. You feel his love. You feel his joy. And in that presence of God, you can also hear him speak his love towards you from his face. In favor, I will pour out my spirit. Don't miss the happening. All right? It already happened 2000. Now it's going to close very soon. So let's come into his presence more and more. Never before in the Hebrews 10, that, that verse that the author says, as you see the day approaching, do not neglect the coming together of the saints. Yeah, because, and we are even closer to the time that the author wrote Hebrews. We are so very close, okay? So, so what, what happened at this time, all right? Come together more, the church, the believers. Come to met together more to pray. Come together more to receive the fire, all right? The rain, whatever, the word, the teachings. And then from there, we go out into the world, right? As a power, as the as a witness unto Jesus Christ, without receiving the, you know, even the battery need to be charged, right? <laughs> Your car battery or whatever, things that are operated by battery or by electricity. All right, either you charge the battery or you charge direct from the uh, electric plug. Okay, for, for the machine to function. So whatever purpose that machine was created, it need to be charged and charge, and recharge, and recharge, because it has a purpose, all right? The machinery, whether it's to plow the land, or to reap, or whatever, or even to fly, all right? There must be a power. So, we need to be recharged in these last days with the power of the Holy Spirit, with the fire, so that Rachel can go out, you know, to do what God called you to do. Bring souls into the kingdom of God, your friends. You need to be charged. With, you know, a, a, a machine, what we create, we are not machine, we are not robots, <laughs> okay? But we are, we have a purpose, each one of us. It's not just to born, live, and then die, okay? We have a wonderful purpose because there is a wonderful uh, God to reward us very soon when we enter heaven with his crowns and with his rewards. So, but to do the work of God here on this planet needs supernatural power. <laughs> okay, because God's work is a supernatural work, right? To bring, to, to, to bring someone out of the kingdom of darkness. We are so used to these words. Kingdom of darkness is the kingdom of light. Everything is just, you know, converting them, they become Christian. No, it's taking them out of the clutches of the devil. And the devil is a spirit being, evil one. So you are a spirit being born from God, righteous one. Go, you're fighting spiritual, you're going into spiritual realm. So the natural realm, go into the spiritual realm is how? <laughs> it's just exactly like uh, the incident in the uh, Bible, Paul's time, when Paul was delivering people from demons uh, you know, you and all, all the disciples, and then came this magician, 
and say, wow, he can see, you know, people, you see, the manifestation can see one. That's why this magician, right, can see. So you see magic, right? You can see how he saw the power of Jesus, that he wanted the name of Jesus to use this name. He thought it's a magic word, the name of Jesus. How come he, he thinks that the, this name Jesus is a magic word? What did he see? What is miracle? Yeah, physically he can see people healed. He can see people uh, delivered from demons. Huh? Yes, healed, right? Healing take place. Ah, blind can see, the lame can walk. Why? At the name of Jesus. Yeah, Abigail, all right, the name of Jesus. Use it in the name of Jesus. Heal, because when you go into mission field, it's much easier, right? The faith of the people there is higher when they see a foreigner, okay? So much easier. And also in uh, third world countries, they don't have easy access to doctors and medication and all that. So when you tell them about Jesus and God, and then pray for them with the anointing, yeah, their faith is there to receive. Over here, why not so many happen? It's because we are so sense rude and dependent on medication, doctors, we have enough money, right? So all the time, our focus has always been in the natural realm. Okay, but in the third world countries, because of lack of money, they turn to God, right? If you present to them the real God, Jesus Christ, they will believe and easier for them to receive, okay? So here, the, the, the name of Jesus, right, is powerful to the one who owns it. Do you own the name of Jesus? Yeah, belongs to you. Jesus said, I give it to you already. In my name, you can cast out devils. That means you own it. You have the power, the authority in my name to cast out devils, to heal the blind, recover, to blind can recover sight. You own. That is part of your inheritance. The name of Jesus is yours to use. And we don't use it. It's just a waste. Okay? Because the magician wanted it. So the magician also saw how Paul or Peter, his disciples, used the name of Jesus and cast out devils. And then he said what? Oh, I also can do. So he saw one demon-possessed man. And then what he do? Hannah. And then what happened? You don't know what happened? No. This magician used Jesus' name. How can he help and not heal? <laughs> what happened? The, the demons, the demon in that person spoke to this magician. I think it's Siva, what's his name? Yeah. And then what did he say to the magician? Jesus, I know. Paul, I know. And who are you? And then what happened? Yeah, the demon come out from that person and entered this magician. <laughs> and I want to know, tear him apart, you know. See, the people in the world wants the power that you all have in Christ. 
All right. They want it to use it. But we have the real one. You belong to him. The demon recognized Jesus in the spirit world. Okay, we are living in this natural world, which is parallel to the spirit world. If God opens your eyes, right? Like Elijah Ling, right? God open your eyes. You are living, you are sitting in this sitting room. But in this room, you open, you see the spiritual realm, there are angels. And Hopefully, not necessarily we need to see the demons unless you are casting out demons. Okay, so this the devils in this world know Jesus Christ. They recognize him. They know he's the son of God. They know he is the most all-powerful one. What happened to the believers? They don't know. <laughs> Today, you won't be don't know anymore. Okay, here properly. Okay, you have the name of Jesus. Okay, Rachel. Jesus' name is yours, belong to you. For what purpose? Okay, main thing, you become the child of God. Second thing is you can now use it to set people free, set yourself free or so. In Jesus' name, body, get healed, be healed. I speak to you, body, in Jesus' name. Come back into order, all right? And then speak to others in the name of Jesus. That's when the Holy Spirit come fill you. You have that power and authority. And the name of Jesus is very powerful. Wherever you are, you face uh, uh, everything behind, most things behind the incident is a supernatural, as a spiritual thing. Okay, don't just see things as normal anymore. The moment you got born again, baptized in the Holy Spirit, you are no more normal in this world. You are a spirit being that is has vast power inside you, right? We talk about Holy Spirit power, right? How come we don't see that that power is inside you? Okay, so that's where the teaching, all right, the Holy Spirit, the more fire comes in. Come, be filled with the Holy Spirit, open spiritual eyes and don't see yourself as nobody, nothing. You have the Holy Spirit inside you, you have the name of Jesus that the, the demons are scared of. Okay, so Paul and Peter and all the apostles have no fear. Only the, the, the magician. Okay? The devil knows Jesus Christ. Don't be afraid. Okay? The spiritual world is aware of Jesus. Yes. Water turned into wine is miracle. Okay? Because can water turn into wine? Naturally. <laughs> so anything that cannot happen... So this is a question from uh, Rachel. Yeah, for those in the Zoom, they cannot hear. All right? She asked, is, is water turned into wine a miracle? Of course. Yeah? Because in the natural, water cannot become wine. Because to make wine, you take a long time all right? to, to press the wine and all that. Uh, the, the grapes. Okay? So it's a miracle of provision. Also, at the same time, miracle means your God is supernatural. Okay, that means your God is supernatural. Yeah, it's living inside you. Yeah, so you all have supernatural beings walking as Jesus walked on this earth. And in these last days, right, we can accomplish a lot. We understand and follow what God says, right? Because the power already inside you oh, for spark jewels, right? Even though you are young, you have, you've got the power of the Holy Spirit, right? And you've got anointed teachers to teach you and guide you, all right? To be witnesses for Jesus Christ, etc. 1 verse 8. So don't stay on this board, okay? <laughs> Acts chapter 1 verse 8 must go inside your heart. 
Yeah. And then when it becomes real to you, you go out and you know that you are a, not just a normal human being. All right. A number in the population. You are sent from above. Okay. To do a spiritual work, a spiritual task, right? Before our King of Kings come. King of kings come and take us. So this is all the spiritual realm. So I pour my spirit on people, prophecy, prophesy, dream, dreams. All this is in the spiritual realm for you to manifest into the natural realm. So Rachel, don't have to be scared. Anyone who's sick or what, lay hands. Ah, oh, yeah. So you are under... Oh, oh man. <laughs> oh man, dream dreams. Okay. No, I believe that, you know, all, all can have supernatural dreams. The Lord can lead us, direct us, all right, as well as speak to us. I will show wonders in the heavens on, on the earth. Okay. So be, after this outpouring, okay, where God feel, give you the power as sons and daughters, what is the next thing that's going to happen? I will show wonders in heavens on the earth, blood and fire and billows of smoke. The sun will turn to darkness, the moon to blood before the coming of the great and dreadful day of the Lord. See, we are so near to what? To the coming, the second coming of the Lord. This is the judgment time. That time, praise the Lord, due to the grace of God, we all won't be here. Everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. For Mount Zion, Jerusalem, there will be deliverance. The, the last, the second coming is very near. So before the second coming, there will be a great outpouring. <laughs> you want rapture, okay. <laughs> okay, most important is the outpouring of the Holy Spirit because God's people, He cannot leave the church Sleeping, <laughs> all right. Uh, the world calls what China, what sleeping giant. You know all that's happening in the political world today, or in the in the world outside. It's just fulfilling Bible prophecy to the dot. Okay, in the last days, the Battle of Armageddon, the two big giants in this world, China and Russia, they are coming up. Isn't it? Yeah, but don't. Put your whole focus on them. Our focus as God's children and believers are to be filled with the Holy Spirit and to what? Yes. Here, Acts chapter 1, verse 8. So don't go every day, follow. Yeah, it is already happening. Once in a while, you can listen, right? But don't just be sitting down there and follow for what's happening in China, Russia, Israel, all right? One sermon will do, <laughs> okay, to tell you exactly what. Our part is to, Acts chapter 1 verse 8, I point here because there's a book here, <laughs> that uh, uh, a bigger rope there. Okay, Acts chapter 1 verse 8, you shall receive power when Holy Spirit comes upon who? Yeah, on you and you shall be witnesses. Unto no first unto Jesus. <laughs> okay, you represent your witness of who of Jesus, right? Witness to something. 
then only you go to somewhere to witness. Okay, so your witness of the life, the living Jesus, the resurrection of Jesus, the, the uh, our Savior, the Messiah, okay, that you have uh, uh, obeyed, you have received, you have obeyed, it, it lives inside you. So your witness to Jesus is alive. Jesus is coming. He came the first coming and he's coming again, right? So today we go out and preach this. He's coming again. Of course, those who don't know Jesus, you need to preach his first coming first. He came as the savior on the cross. He died for us. Then, even to the, um, um, to the sleeping believers, wake them up. <laughs> okay? First, we wake up first. <laughs> After we wake up, such an urgency and such a wonderful uh, thing, all right, to be aware of today. Okay? That he is coming and we are there to proclaim, all right, that Jesus is Lord. Because the outpouring is before the second coming. And today, all over the world, especially in these last days, there is revival, fire. Okay, In the light of the king's countenance is life. Proverbs 16, 15. In his favor is as a cloud of the latter rain. Okay, In the light of the king's countenance. Okay, what is the light? Light is what? Is what? Illumination. All right, the word of God, right? That's why Ephesians 1, 17, we say, Holy Spirit of God, open the eyes of your people, enlighten us, right? Enlighten us. That means take, up, take away the veil, the blindness, you know, the sleepiness, all right? And waken us to the truth, enlighten us, right? Illuminate morning light. So we wake up early in the morning. <laughs> Daybreak, okay? Lightning, daylight. Light of life, light of prosperity, instruction, right? The word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Remember the rain, the teaching is going to give you light. So, so more in darkness, you know, we sleep in the uh, Bible, so God said, we sleep in the night, in the dark, but when day comes, you wake up, right? When we, we all wake, you all work in the night or in the day, except for certain people who take work shift. <laughs> you work in the day. So, while there is still day, before the second coming, right, the judgment of this earth, people will be very hard, right, because the, the, the church will be taken up for them to receive the Lord. Work while it is daytime, right, while you still can. Work is a sense of, you know, you can also go to normal work, but work in, as in Acts chapter 1, verse 8, all right, go out and preach the gospel, share, share Jesus, okay. The light of the Lamb, Jehovah as Israel's lights, illumination, lightning, happiness, bright, clear, daylight. Countenance is the face. All right. In the light of the king, the, the countenance of the king. Read the verse again. Huh? In the light of the king's countenance. So the king is our Lord Jesus Christ. When is he bright? Some of you saw vision, uh, or last week I also shared, right? When you see Jesus, it's full of bright light, like the morning sun. So, when he, Jesus is now in the Word. So, when we have read the Word, right, he will be like the morning sun, bright. Suddenly, you see the Word, brightness, light comes to you, revelation comes to you, illumination. Ah, bright light. So, many of you have seen bright light, right? That is Jesus and the word. When the word, okay, 
it's not going to appear all the time, right? But he has given us the word. When we go into the word, we will have light, illumination, understanding. God speak to you. This morning, I'm just saying, probably we will have one devotional session, right? Early in the morning, all right? Started with, uh, uh, Venice disappeared already. Where is she? Okay, Janice, okay? That early in the morning on uh, this uh, in the week, maybe Wednesday morning, 6 a.m. before you all go to work. I'll teach you all, guide you all how to read the Bible on your own personal devotion. Okay? Then light will come to you instead of go to office, still very dark like that. <laughs> light, the more you have how to, to draw near to God yourself, all right? The devotional time from the Bible, the source, not from somebody's devotion. Okay, that one is okay, but it's for people who don't know, who don't have Holy Spirit, mostly go depend on devotionals for their food. But if when you have Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit will enlighten God's word to you when you go direct. Okay, so we have probably one, about half an hour, 45 minutes, all right, where you all learn together as a devotion. Straight from the Bible, no devotional. Devotional is, there's a verse, someone, the pastor or what, get the revelation and then give it to the babies. <laughs> right? Like mother feeding babies, chew, 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 and then spit out, then the baby eat. But you all are not babies or even babies can hear the Lord. Just don't know how. Holy Spirit will guide. All right, so I will guide you all on that. Additional for those who want to come into uh, know how to where God speak to you from the word, all right, and enjoy the devotional time with the Lord, your personal time with the Lord. How do you get about it? Get out from the mind that the devil, uh, the, the Bible, very hard to understand, <laughs> okay, and then Christianity becomes like a religion only Saturday, Sunday, go to church, that kind of thing. But a devotional where you God speak to you through his word, all right? And it become, the word becomes light, become uh, bright to you. You can understand. You need the understanding. No need only pastor. God doesn't only speak to pastors, right? God can speak to everyone if they will come to him, all right? And that's why Jesus said, he need, he want, wait until you be endued with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the spirit of truth. Can you believe the Holy Spirit will quicken the word of God to you? Yes. Yes, it will happen. That's what Rachel said. Amen. Yeah. And to each one of you, right, begin to eat the word of God yourself. All right. And know that God is speaking to you from his word, not just from a pastor or someone. All right. The revelation you receive direct is very exciting, okay, from his word. Only thing is, if it's a weird thing that you so happen, you interpret weird, that's why the pastor is here to help you. <laughs> okay, all right, so don't worry about that. In the light of the king's countenance, so when the king is in front of you, all right, that's the glory, right, the anointing, the presence of the Holy Spirit, right, you see the face of Jesus also in the light of the word. The king, of course, is our Jesus Christ. He's the king of kings. So in his face, there will always be light. If you go and face something that is bright, you also light up, right? Yeah. So when we face Jesus, which is in his word, 
we will light up. Okay, the darkness disappear, all the lies disappear, the untruth disappear. We will light up. Okay, so some of you are lighting up now in the anointing. Right, you begin to see things clearly. The world become a bit more blurry, already, right, Abigail? <laughs> right, in his presence, light. Okay, so in the light of the king's countenance, when the anointing comes and Holy Spirit fill you, and you go into the word, the word will become bright light to you. You will see the face of Jesus, and is light. Okay, so light illumination countenance is the face, the person. When we go into the word, we are facing. Not a book. <laughs> Facing who? Jesus. Yeah, the king. Yes, it's a person. Right? The word. You don't put well, words into a robot to talk to you. Okay? It's a person talking to you. Right? The Bible is God's living word talking to you. So when we go into the word, Rachel, you are face to face with Jesus. Right, and then the Holy Spirit will come in and help you communicate. All right, or even more powerful is if you receive that word from the Lord, Holy Spirit will come and make it happen. Ah, okay. So in when you go into the word and you hear you hear this word or you read this word, I blessing you. Right, holy, and then you receive it. Say, yes, you bless me, whether with a job or with finances, you multiply my tithing, my offering. And then Holy Spirit is the executor of the word. You know, executor, the one who make it happen. You need the power, right? To make something happen, right? So the power is from Holy Spirit. The word is Jesus talking to you. That's how God created the universe. He spoke and then let the light, then the light come from where? The Holy Spirit. Boom. <laughs> yeah, Bing. it happened, right? So first, you have the word. Okay, so we go into the word, get the word, what God speaks to you. What is the promise? What's the instruction? What he wants you to do? What he wants you to say? And then you speak it, speak that word about sickness, healing. You say, oh, I now understand God's speaking today. Heal. Yes, five strikes. Wow, I see proud of your student or not. <laughs> Spark Jewel's teachers, right? Uh, uh, Rachel just said, by stripes I'm healed. Okay, so speak. And then who, when you believe it inside your heart, you speak it, the Holy Spirit, the power to heal that part of your body that is sick, begin to manifest. Okay, that is the power. So all three, God, Father, Father, the Son, Holy Spirit, all work together. So it's from the Word, Jesus in the Word, as the face, when you see Him, behold Him, right? And then the Holy Spirit, the fire, the anointing. So in his countenance, you are face to face. When you read his word, please don't go to sleep. You're face to face with the Son of God. <laughs> Next point. <laughs> okay. The Holy Spirit will activate. Okay? When you have this understanding, you want to open your Bible reading. Right? Because you want to see Jesus. Why are you going to see Jesus? In the word. No need to. Jesus didn't say, no need to go up to heaven or he don't need to go down to hell, to hell again to show us that he's here. He say what? In your heart and in your mouth. The word is in your heart and in your mouth. Very near you. Romans 9 or Romans 10. 9 and 10. Right? Don't need to go far, far to go and find Jesus. You don't need to go to Israel to find Jesus or go to heaven. Right? He 
Where can you find him? Yeah, you see, <laughs> Rachel said, word of God, hallelujah, right, she got it, okay, you find Jesus in the word, face to face with the king, okay, and he is the person in front of you, before you, in the presence of him, there is life, so when you have the word, you face Jesus in the word, the living word, then you receive, you're facing what, life, green, life, life means what, kai green alive so no how can a person read the word of god and fall asleep <laughs> if that is life that is light that is power right okay just need to be activated to understand all right green of vegetation flowing fresh lively active you should become more alive more excited that's why i always say what does god speak to you how come you're not excited <laughs> very weird because god is spirit <laughs> okay, that was last time. Okay, last time. <laughs> okay, so now you will have life. Okay, you have life. Okay, so we will have, let's have this devotion session this Wednesday and see at six o'clock whether you come to life or not. <laughs> okay, all right. You all come to life because you come face to face with Jesus, your King. All right, green revival. That's when revival take place. All right, those that are half dead become alive even Rachel is alive right very much alive okay then you will have appetite inside there also life a person who is alive got appetite right ah Rachel got a lot of appetite right <laughs> for food right because that's a sign that she's alive physically alive so that's why you want food all of you are physically alive that's why all of you got good appetite for food right all waiting for lunch and all that so how to know your spirit appetite? Are you alive in the spirit? You got appetite. You got appetite for spiritual food. All right. Ah, that shows your spirit man is alive. Praise the Lord, all of you. Spirit man is alive here. <laughs> okay. You want spiritual food. So if a believer has no appetite, then something is ah <laughs> yeah something is wrong correct so that's why you need to learn spirit soul and body okay why is it wrong it means the the physical appetite is stronger than the spiritual one right so it's cl clamming down on the spirit spirit man didn't you know want to come out cannot come out right because overruled by the senses the body so that's why most of you here have been meditating God's word, listening to spirit, soul, and body, right? Your appetite has been stirred up. You can put down the physical appetite and let your spirit man eat for a while. <laughs> okay? Yeah? That's the difference. Then you go and look and see another uh, believer, not to condemn them, but you see them so pathetic, right? Because their spirit man not activated, Right, they only crave for spirit, uh, physical food. So you can see, even Rachel, who loves food so much, can wait. <laughs> right, because the, let her spirit man eat first, and then afterwards she's going to eat some more at the uh, spot jewel. See, her spiritual appetite is so much activated that shows her spirit man is alive. Okay, isn't it? Yes, amen. Okay, then the latter rain. All right, remember rain speaks of teaching. Okay, of course, in the natural, also blessing, blessing and teaching. But it's from the teaching that you receive the blessing, right? The revelation of the teaching of God's word 
will manifest in the physical blessings or whatever blessings you need. All right. So the latter rain is what? It's the rain in the natural, it's the latter rain, the spring rain, the March and April rain, which mature the crops of Palestine. Right. So the earlier rain helped the seed to grow. The later rain mature the seed. You understand? So the more we have, today we are in the latter rain, the last day. So there is more teaching, right? Of the word, teaching and understanding of God, of the Holy Spirit, of grace, of faith, so many areas. So that the church of Jesus Christ will be matured and no more babies. Okay, that's in Ephesians 4, where, where God put apostles, prophets, and teachers, and all that for the purpose of maturing the church, bringing them to be a perfect man in Christ, to grow up. No more baby, definitely not baby already, okay? Ah, amen. Yes, you're teaching the, uh, the smart jewels kids, right? More of the revelation of God, right? And then going out, right, to preach and preach the gospel with a fire and make disciples. So maturity comes from teaching. Okay, so we keep on listening to teaching of God's word to mature the crop. Even the not only our lives mature, whatever seed that we have. Okay, how do we mature the crop? How do we mature? The seed grow already. Maybe not yet bare fruit, but a little bit grow. We still need to yeah, we still need to water, we still need sunshine, someone we need to speak to the plant, right? Ah, so, yeah, the deeper teachings, more understanding, that's why God is so wonderful, opening up the uh, revelation of the Hebrew letters, right? To mature us into greater intimacy and fellowship with the Lord for these last days because we have to be awake now. <laughs> if anyone is sleeping, let everyone awake, okay? To do the last call. Today is really we are living in the last call. Okay. Life giving light streams from the presence of a king. So when you go into the word, we are beholding. All right. And the anointing the king. His favor is showered upon those who please him. Everyone wants gold, but wisdom's worth is far greater. Silver is sought after, but the heart of understanding yields a greater return. Get wisdom. It's worth more than money. Choose insight over income every time. Because Revelation will bring the income, right? But if we choose income above teaching, above revelation, then we lose, okay? Which one is the greater one? The greater one, according to Solomon, wisdom is more powerful, more greater. So when we come to the word of God, Jesus is wisdom of God, right? The first thing that Jesus is to us, 1 Corinthians 1.30, Jesus is made unto us, Wisdom. Without wisdom, nothing. Okay? Right? Because we have world wisdom, we make, we make wrong decision. Wisdom is making wise decision, right? That will follow according to what God's way. So don't you think Jesus' decisions are the best? Ah, he knows what to do, what to say at whatever situation, right? Yeah. So when we have the mind of Christ coming from the word of God, as we behold him, we will have wisdom. All right, seek wisdom above everything else, okay? Which is far greater and understanding. Remember, not the head, understand. A heart of understanding yields a greater return. 
Understanding, it means understanding God's way. Light comes in. All right? You will have a lot of blessing. Like you just understand. Oh, tithing is God's, God's way of prosperity. That is revelation. And you, therefore, it is just normal for you to do. Right? Because it is God, you got the revelation. No one can take it from you already. And you enter into God's way of provision and wealth. What? So Ephesians 5. What? Uh, one to two. Actually, Ephesians earlier, I already set out, they put it down. All right. It's that the purpose of the fivefold ministry in the church is to mature the church, right? And to the perfect man. So that Abigail, Rachel, everyone is matured. So it doesn't matter. It can be Kate. Kate, I got a new name for you already. <laughs> ah, later. Okay. You come into Spark Jewels. Actually, it came one day later. Are you there? All right. Uh, Evelyn Go. Yeah. Okay. So, whether it's young or old in the natural, we're all supernatural beings. And I'm uh, very happy with the Spark Jewels teachers teaching the kids from young that they are spirit first. All right? They grow up spirit. You know, our Spark Jewels here are not normal children. <laughs> very powerful one. Okay? Don't play. play. <laughs> okay? So, what? Powerful in the spirit. Right? The spirit man is powerful. What, watch what God does and then you do it. It's in a message version. Contemporary, very easy to understand. After you understand the first few chapters of Ephesians, your sins have been forgiven, you are the righteousness of God, right? All this, then come the doing part, right? Because all the power is inside us. The new birth, the new seed, the new nature, all inside you. Forgiveness of sin, no more guilt, no more condemnation. First, already done in Ephesians uh, chapter 1 to 3 and 4. Now comes this chapter where now you, uh, what do you call that? Do out, okay? Work out what is in you. In Philippians 1, it says, uh, Philippians 2, 13, right? Work out your salvation, not work for your salvation. Your salvation is already received by faith. Now there's so much inside you. Work it out, live it out, okay? And this is where Paul says, these are the instructions. Watch what God does, watch. Open the eyes so when we read the Bible, there are so many things we can see. Can you all see anything? When you read the Bible? <laughs> when you read the miracles, you see Jesus doing. When you see Jesus loving, laying hands on the sick, or healing someone, or raising somebody for the dead. That's watching what God does, right? When you read the Old Testament, you watch what Elijah do, what Elijah do, what the prophets do, what Moses do. Watch, observe. Joshua 1.8 says what? Observe, right? Let this word of, uh, of never depart from your mouth. The word of the law is the instruction of God, the teachings of God. Don't let it come out, you know, from you. Observe, observe. Watch, okay? Watch what God does. And then you do it. Very simple. He didn't ask you to do something which God didn't do. If God healed the sick, then you can heal the sick. Ah, right? So begin to see that's where in your time, as you read the Bible, the more miracles you see, the more things you see Jesus do, the disciples do, then you follow. Yes, then you just do. Lo. You know, in the village, okay, that's where now, because Abigail is in Yama, right? In those places where uh, the people, some are illiterate. So they come to the main place and they heard, saw the speaker or the preacher, the man of God, woman of God, 
Ah, they pray like that. They lay hand on someone and that person, they say, in Jesus' name, be healed. So they watch what the preacher do and they go back to their village and they follow. They just do very simple here in KL. <laughs> they, they watch and then they say, oh, okay, you do. <laughs> I cannot do. No, they watch and they go back to their village and they do what the preacher did, believing that this is exactly how it happened. And I, I received the power, I can also do. That's why a lot of miracles happen after that. All right, so when you are in there in the village, okay, as you do, these people will watch. They'll watch how you do. So if you do not minister in the anointing, they don't know anything about anointing. And then that's such a waste, right? They don't know anything about Holy Spirit. Okay? So you don't pray for the sick. They also don't know how to pray for the sick. Because you only go there one time. <laughs> yeah. Right? So today, we, we do what we see Jesus do. And the children who learn, is the same like children who learn proper behavior from their parents. Also in terms of character as well. All right, does Jesus, you know, beat someone up? No, right? He loved them. He correct them. He always correct his disciples. So we watch, okay? And we learn behavior as well. Our character is also important. So here is not just the power, all right? But the power to live the life that Jesus lived, the love, the agape. So we watch how Jesus do, how God deals how he's gracious to so many people, so long-suffering, so patient, <laughs> right? And we become patient, not the patient in the hospital, <laughs> okay? The patient, huh? Ah. Yeah, so no, no more already, right? So patience is very important. In patience, possess your souls in the Bible. Patience is something that the Lord will keep continually do in our lives. All right, because all of us born in sin has no patience because patience is one of the characteristics of of what? Of love. Agape love. All right. Uh, first of Corinthians 13. Love is patient. So it has to be developed as well as the power, whatever other things, faith and everything. That's one thing that need to be developed. That's our character in terms of patience. All right. So Watch what God does and then do it. Now we don't have to try to do it because we already have it inside our spirit. Just work it out. Just let it come out. Mostly what God does is love you. Keep company with him and learn a life of love. Ah, we're going to spend more time with the Lord, right? Yes, keep company with who? With him, with Jesus. So most of the time we keep company with who? <laughs> yeah, with other people. Okay. So keep company with the Lord. All right. And learn a life of love. Observe how Christ loved us. His love was not cautious, but extravagant. See, generosity, extravagance come from God. Uh, we all like little children because we don't know. We just some many come just come into a uh, new birth, right? So don't know how to live the the life of Christ, not the uh, religious Christian life, okay? The life of Christ. Then, 
Paul tells us, the Bible, when we go to the Bible, he tells us how to do it. Okay? Love, see how Christ loves us. The more you see how Christ loves you, that's his grace, his unconditional love, then you will be able to love others the same way. Not the other way. Not treat other people the way they treat you. You want to be treated. That is very selfish. That is still focused on yourself. Okay? The one that God say is, look at how Jesus loved you. And then you love them. Not treat them because you want them to love you back. Ah, different, huh? That's the world philosophy. Treat others the way you want to be treated. No, no, no. It's not from the Bible. Okay? Bible is love them the way God loves you. So it's not the way you want to be loved. The way God loves you. And God loves you extravagantly, generously. You know, he will, you know, pour over you. You know, outpouring is you pour above, above and beyond. You only need one, he gave you 10. This is extravagant. Correct? You need only $10, he gave you 100. This is the way God loves you. So from experiencing and seeing in his word how God loves you extravagant, then you love others. Remember, it's not love, treat, because that's how you want to be treated. It's still focused on yourself. Okay? And our focus is not on ourselves. It's on how much he loves us. That Then you come into agape then you're able to release unconditional love to others after you receive unconditional love from Daddy God. Yes, okay? Mostly what God does is love you. Okay, so he didn't love in order to get something from us, but to give everything of himself to us. Look at this message version, so clear, right? He didn't love us in order to get something from us. So don't see God as God want your money, God want your time, God want your thing. He actually wants to give to you. Janice still there. Yeah, right? Experiencing God's love. And when you experience God's generous love, automatically you will be generous to others. Okay? Yeah. Because you will never think, I only have this. Because God wants to show you, hey, Daphne, you don't only have this, you have a lot much more I'm going to give to you, I'm going to pour to you. And then, when you realize that first in the spirit, you are able to be extravagant with others, right? He didn't love in order to get something from us. He doesn't need, remember, Jehovah is the self-existing one. He's the more than enough. He don't need us. He don't need money. He don't need us means he don't need our things. Correct? Right? He is the one who is our supplier. He is the one who, we need him, not he need us. So everything he tells us to do is he wants to benefit us. He wants to give everything, even if we don't understand, you know, why this, why do that, why give and all that. Just know because God said so. <laughs> Until later, you come to understand. But if God says so, he is Jehovah. He is he's, he's the source of everything. He wants to benefit me. He wants to provide for me. He tells me to do this. I may not fully understand. I just do it first. Also can, right? And then you reap the benefit and one day you will have the understanding of it, right? Same like parents tell their children to do certain things they cannot understand, right? Why your mother asks you to take bath two times <laughs> a day? You say, don't understand. I don't want to, I don't feel dirty. Uh. But the parents know better, all right? What will happen if you don't take the bath physically? 
Okay, until you grow up a little bit more, or then you understand. But you obey first, okay? Ah, yeah. So if you don't do it, certain things might cling to us from this world. So we just follow first. Later on, as we grow up, we understand all the reason behind, but we already reap the blessing by obedience. Okay? He didn't love in order, always remember this, so beautiful in the message version. He didn't love in order to get something from us. Eh? He wants to give to you, Janice, to Daphne, to Hannah, to uh, Abigail. He wants to give to you, Rachel, Sarah, right? To everyone here. To give everything of himself. Always remember this first Romans. If God did not hold back Jesus Christ, his only son, is there anything that he will withhold from you? When in doubt, go back to the word of God, right? This is what he said. So God, daddy, Ah, Janice can say, Daddy God, you already gave Jesus your only son and Janice got two sons, right? Will he not freely give you all things to enjoy? Of course, he will. All we need is just follow some of his, the things that he said without questioning or doubting, even easier. But later, you can understand. Don't allow love to turn into lust, setting off a downhill uh, slide into sexual this of our, our life filthy practices and bullying greed. Those sometimes just love the taste of gossip. Those who follow Jesus have better use of lang for language than that. Don't talk dirty or silly. That kind of talk doesn't fit our style. Thanksgiving is our dialect. <laughs> you like message version? Yeah, so that means that, you know, your style is not talk nonsense or curses or bad words, okay? Because we are from above, right? You know, the king, why, why a person is uh, from the palace one, their language is very refined one, right? They were from young, brought up. They got a lot of teachers to teach them how to talk. <laughs> they don't talk like the, you know, all the four-letter words, whatever words come out. Because they are royalty. Are you royalty? Yeah. Yes. So our language. That's why first thing, Holy Spirit come outpouring is to take control of your <laughs> okay, that you reflect your where you come from, you come from above. You know, if you have nothing to say or don't know what to say, speak in tongues. <laughs> yeah, pray in tongues, talk in tongues, talk in tongues. When you're angry and then all the what you're used to, all the four letter words, all the cursing want to come out, you control your tongue and no more already. All right, the language and then. What is it? Thanksgiving. Instead of complaining, why I don't have this, why I don't have that. Give thanks. Correct? Rachel, thank you a lot. I have daddy, I have mommy, I have life, I got food to eat, you know. Ah, yes, amen. Rachel just said, thank you a lot that I'm healed. Yes, keep on declaring that. Okay, thank you a lot that I'm healed. So our dialect is Thanksgiving, right? And that's what happened in testimony, right? Janice today, Give thanks in front of all of us, all right? That God took care of her need and God did that for her. Yeah, give thanks. So there should be more testimonies, right? <laughs> give thanks. Thanksgiving is your dialect. If you want to speak, speak thanksgiving, what God has done. Don't postpone your thanksgiving, all right? Every week is an opportunity for us to give thanks to the Lord. Even the small, small things, right, in your life. That there's never a time that you can be ready. All right? Anytime. All right? So all the time. Anytime, all the time. Uh, Kate, okay. 
Oh no more kid. Later I give her the new name. Right? Uh, always also have always have testimony, right? Simple one. Even she talked about her dream, whatever. She's full of the new language of thanksgiving. Okay, so adults also we are even more in Christ, experience more the goodness of God. Give thanks all the time. Right? Just a small thing. See, I love the children. They don't have to think so long, you know, before they say thank. Right? Uh, Rachel will say, Thank you for taking care. Thank you. I want to give thanks to God for taking care of my mommy, <laughs> keeping her safe. That's all. So beautiful. Thanksgiving is her, is our dialect. So as we begin to flat ourselves, our mouth with thanksgiving, small things, thank the Lord. Thank the Lord in front of everyone. Don't be ashamed. How can we be ashamed of God's goodness in our lives? Don't allow, eh, okay? Uh, you can be sure that using people or religion or things just for what you can get out of them, these are all the wisdom of God in our practical everyday life, right? The usual variations of idolatry will get you nowhere, certainly nowhere near the kingdom of Christ. <clears throat> so in the new, new life, new creation life, and the new uh, nature of God, we don't use people, all right? We love them with God's love. Don't let yourself get taken in by religious smooth talk. Get, God gets furious. See, there are many instructions also. This is not law. This comes from, because we, we were formerly in, in the world, right? We don't know how to behave the new nature, don't know how to come up. So the Bible advises us, tell us exactly roughly what we can do. Okay? Get furious with people who are full of religious sales talk, but want nothing to do with them. Right? Don't argue, but don't need to sit there hours right? arguing with uh, religious talk. Don't hang around people like that. Mm, why? Because hanging around people or, or talking fruitless talks is a waste of time. Right? You grope your way through that murk once, but no longer. You're out in the open now. The bright light of Christ makes your way plain. That's why we need to behold the word more. Right? The teachings, the rain that will mature us Okay, that our through the through through Christ, the word, then our path is plain. My word is a light, a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. You say, I don't know what to do. Yeah. Go to the word, go behold Jesus. So no more stumbling around, get on with it. The right, the word, the good, the right, the true. These are the actions appropriate in daylight for daylight hours. Figure out what will please Christ and then just do it. Right? Yeah, just simple. Because we know he is God. Right? He's our savior. He won't lead us to harm. He always wants to benefit us. He, always, he gave of himself to us. Which person on earth can fully do that? Only Christ. Right? And then, how do we figure out? From the word, from the Holy Spirit illumination, we will know what pleases Christ. What doesn't? It's not that he will punish you. Right? But you, when you are so full of thanksgiving to someone who loves you so much, you just want to please that person. Your mommy, daddy love you so much, you want to please them, right? How? By obeying, right? Ah, the simple things they ask you to do, correct, ah, Rachel? So when we see how much and experience how much God loves us, as we behold the King, all right, in the light of His Word, and with the Holy Spirit, we will want to do what pleases Christ. And that is not law. Okay? That is just love. Reciprocating back the love that he has for us. Then just do it. Don't waste your time. Now, this is very urgent. Okay? 
because we are in the last days, there is really no time. Every day I wake up and I say, Lord, you'll be coming so fast. Really, there is no time, you know? Very little time left. On what? What are the things we waste time on? <laughs> Useless work. <laughs> Mere busy work. Busy body, okay? So don't stop people in uh, Facebook or what. Okay, use this media to connect with people, share the gospel. Don't, no need to bother what they are doing in their life. Okay, none of our business. That's wasting time, right? The barren pursuits of darkness, other things that are... <clears throat> Everything takes time, right? Takes time from you. And then at the end of the day, you say, oh, I've got no time to witness. Then you go back to the day. What did you use do with your time? All right. So Paul tells us wisdom, all right? To the church, he's talking to the church and we are the church, right? Don't waste your time on useless work. Mere busy work. The barren pursuits of darkness. Expose these things for the shame they are. It's a scandal when people waste their lives on things they, they must do in darkness when no one sees. Rip the cover of those rocks. See how attractive they look in the light of Christ. Wake up from your sleep. <laughs> okay, wake up from your spiritual sleep. Don't oversleep. <laughs> that missed the rapture. Okay, that one is not to frighten you. Okay, I really don't know, but I believe yeah, everyone who knows Jesus, God knows who they are, will be raptured. But we don't want to be raptured. Go up there and say, Lord, can you send me back? Because I didn't do <laughs> anything for you yet. <laughs> okay? So, wake up now, all right? Don't go up and then have the feeling that I need to go back to earth. Right? Because what you see, the glory in heaven, you know, is really something we don't deserve. And in God has put in our heart, to want to serve the king. Climb out from your coffin. <laughs> yeah? Remember yesterday, as I was talking, you know, the Holy Spirit just brought this. We see people as alive, and yet the word of God say they are dead. Right? So, you're talking to the church, actually, right? Ephesians is to the church in Ephesus. That means to Christian, to believers. Of course, you say that we are not dead, but we are like dead like that when we sleep spiritually all right not aware of the times not aware of the season not aware of what is going to happen in the spiritual realm not aware of the second coming all right of the people dying all right around you people are dying are going to hell all right and we are just like sleeping so paul paul says this sounds like a prophecy from old testament right but it's in the new testament <laughs> it's for believers Okay, there can be people who are sleeping. All right. Climb out of your coffin. Christ will show you the light. Right. Get back into that walk with the Lord. All right. To receive light from His word. Don't become, remain baby. Watch your step. Use your head. Make the most of every chance you get. These are desperate times. And Paul already called it desperate or urgent times 2,000 years ago. We are really at the close. The curtain is about to come down. You all see uh, circus or whatever, right? The, at the end, the curtain closed, right? Finish or opera. It will end. There is an end that is coming for this earth. It's going to finish. Okay? So, these are desperate times. Yeah? Don't live carelessly and thinkingly. Make sure you understand what the master wants. Who is our master? Huh? 
God loved our Lord Jesus, right? And where he put, he gave us instructions where? Yeah, the Bible, right? So that's why I go into the word, right? As you learn the word, you know what are his instructions for the end times. As I was saying last, uh, yesterday, right? I'm not a scholar, as in I, uh, I learn a bit here and there, but not detailed as exactly what's, uh, what dates and what exactly everything in the Bible, what in the prophecies, the date number one, number 10, but all I, learned, I have a bit of it, but not all. But I'm more in the prophetic, all right? Which is whatever I need to know, the Holy Spirit will talk to me and tell me to go there and get the information that is needed. So, understanding what he wants. Today, Holy Spirit in this ministry is very clearly speaking to us, right? That this is the last days, okay? And what he wants? Souls to be saved, disciple, teaching, all right? Teach people. And the, and the Holy Spirit is pouring. We cannot do things on our own now. We just need to be led by the Spirit. Those who are led by the Spirit are the sons and daughters of God. Yeah, All of you growing up, don't remain baby. Learn to hear the Holy Spirit. Learn the teachings of God as like rain. Keep them in your heart, the word of God. Begin to speak out from your mouth. Understand, have wisdom, have understanding. In these last days, seek wisdom of God, not the wisdom of the world, so that you will not be blind and walking in darkness. Right? And the Jesus coming will not be like thief in the night. You know what's a thief in the night? You're sleeping. Then the thief come, and then you don't know. That is for the people who don't know Jesus. The people who know Jesus are supposed to be in the daylight. They don't sleep in the spirit. <laughs> okay? Not in the body, you need to sleep. Okay? God will keep, because we are made that way, body need rest. But in the spirit, be alert. Be alert, be aware that the devil goes around like a roaring lion, right? Telling lies to his children so that keep them sleeping. Right? So we don't want to be sleeping. We want to understand what the will of the Lord is, what our master wants us to do. So that at the end of the, when we, the rapture comes or we take us to heaven, we can hear what? Ah, well, if there's a master, there's a servant, right? So we don't want to be just you know, just a child of God, a baby. We want to be a servant. Jesus is Lord, means he's a master. And if we have him as master, that means we are servant. If we are servant, then we will hear the word, well done, good and faithful servant. He, he talks to the servant, right? But we are son servants, okay? Children who grow up and become servant, at the end to hear this word, well done from our Lord, our master. Lord is master, okay? So we don't, if we grow from babies and then we learn to serve. Okay, so everyone can grow. Don't drink too much wine. <laughs> no kalwa. <laughs> or less kalwa. Okay, so now my once a week. Okay, the, that cheapens your life. Talking okay, about indulgement, you know, you indulge in something of the world that is of no benefit to you. Okay, drink the spirit of God. So, what? Wine. In the spiritual and likened to the Spirit of God. All right, the Holy Spirit outpouring. Drink this one. Ah, so those of you here have been drinking. Okay, don't care what people think of you. 
Uh, Abigail drink a lot until she's lost up there. <laughs> okay, now Hannah also drink, Daphne also drink, even Elijah also drink already. Okay, so different, open up your spirit when the time comes, you know, for Holy Spirit want to pour out, don't care what people think. You can even in the Zoom, just stand up at your place, you know, and open up your heart in your hands and say, Lord, fill me. Holy Spirit will fill you. Okay, with whether it's joy, whether it's electricity, but that is the power of God to take you into, to be more alert and awake in the spirit realm. Sing hymns instead of drinking songs. That is all the, sing, sing songs from your heart to Christ. Remember, all from your heart. Sing praises over everything. Everything give thanks. Any excuse for a song to God, the Father, in the name of our Master, Jesus Christ. It means that you don't have to wait for Saturday, Sunday, then only you will sing unto the Lord. Yeah? Anytime, any day, throughout, even at work, you can sing, a, making a melody in your heart unto the Lord. Sing in the spirit. Learn, learn. All right? As we go along, learn how to sing in the spirit, how to praise God for everything. I think that's all. Yeah? Okay, so as the Lord pour out the anointing, that's the favor of God. The blessing of God comes in the face, in the anointing, the face of Jesus Christ. Behold him through his word. Know what our master wants. All right, and just follow. He will give you the power to follow. Acts chapter 1, verse 8. All right, it's just our awareness and he give you the appetite. Amen? Okay. Let's pray. The king's countenance that is light. Okay, more revelation as the in these last days, God pour out his Holy Spirit on everyone, sons and daughters, begin to do the work of Jesus Christ. This earth. We can't do it by our own strength. Yeah. We need the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Shukurabakashitiliantalabaka Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you for your word, Holy Spirit, for your teaching that comes down as rain upon your people. There will be light as we behold Jesus in the word of God. Let us all be daughters and children of light, Lord, that we know your coming is near and that as we go through these remaining years before Jesus comes, Lord, we want to serve you with all our hearts, and we want to hear from you, and we want to obey you as our master, that that day will come soon, that we will see you in heaven, and hear those words, well done, good and faithful servant. Thank you for choosing us, Lord. Thank you for choosing us to have this, in this time, to know you, Jesus Christ, and to serve you, and to grow up, hallelujah, to mature, as you send to us the latter rain today, fill us with the Holy Spirit, fill us and with enlightenment of the latter rain teaching that will grow us and mature everyone. Hallelujah. That everyone here will grow from knowing you as a baby to, to adulthood, to be your servants. Hallelujah. Empowered by you, not by our own strength. Thank you, Jesus. 